0: What's up, guys? Happy Friday. You
1: saw me on my phone. You thought I wasn't <laughs> going to make it in time. I was about to do it. You could have done it. I was about to do it. I mean, you're going to take the lead today. It, it Again, wouldn't have been as good, man. It wouldn't have been as hey, good. Hey, no, you're good at that. It would have been like an Eli. I would have been here. like,
0: hi. <laughs> Just something <laughs> wrong with it.
1: Yeah. No, man, you're a cool kid. Not <laughs> every homeschooler is yeah, like a nerd. True. You're like a cool <laughs> man. Two years. we got a good topic today. Yeah. Long week, productive week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are going through what uh what weeds you're getting stuck in or what transitions you're going through and um there's always growing pains um and just uh just stressors you know and it's a great and it i love that we still do business because hey man there's weeks that just piss you and i off yeah bro and there's some people this this week man that just rubbed me the wrong way yep, Yep. and not because they're bad people maybe i don't know them well Mm. enough to know whether they're a bad person, so I don't want to speak to their credibility or lack mm-hmm. of. Um, so we'll just keep it, we'll keep that piece neutral. But bottom line is, man, like, not everything you do in business is fun, and although productive conversations, sometimes just the type of conversation that has to happen, man, it just, uh, just stinks. It's true, dude. It just yeah, stinks. It's so, true. As you guys can tell, <clears throat> I'm smiling a little bit today, but you guys can probably probably hear a little bit of uh, a little bit of um spice yeah maybe I got a little pepper in my voice yeah. Um and it was just it's just me being authentic to a um to the last couple months and then last last couple weeks and this week mm-hmm. in particular where a lot of decisions had to be made and we're making some good ones mm-hmm. but the conversations that kind of come with them yeah man I just sometimes I just look back and I'm just like man mm-hmm. some of these don't even should have never have even happened. Right, right. Had it even, shouldn't even get to the place where it had to happen and, but then they do happen and they're productive. But again, just being in that arena, um, kind of like, man, nah, I don't even wanna say this Well, it's, it's
0: a good topic though, because everyone, everyone, especially the people listening to this podcast, uh, they are a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. And if you're doing the things you should be doing as a business owner, you're growing your company. And when you're growing shit, things change, things happen. You know, you you people promise you certain things or talk about certain things and they don't happen. And uh, there, there can be some letdowns. Or
1: just excitement, people get excited yeah. and then there's some, tre- whatever it may be. Yeah. And I don't wanna like say anything like super specific or, or say names or call anyone out because it's not a negative
0: yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's not specific to us. This oh. is just in general. You're growing a company, you're in business with anyone, shit's gonna happen. With well, that being
1: said, today we're gonna be talking about stressors. Mm-hmm um, how we're managing those stressors are stressors. Mm-hmm. Is it a good thing? Can it be a good thing? Are you bringing stress upon yourself? That's just not needed, right? So mm-hmm. self-inflicted stress, self-inflicted conflict. Um, yeah, I remember being a cop, <clears throat> things would be going well on a call and <laughs> maybe a civil dispute, man. And, and everything is all good. And then another cop would show up and just his demeanor yeah. or his, his energy would, like, re-escalate something. Ah. So sometimes you can just bring just just the, the self-inflicted wounds, man. It's yeah. like sometimes you're your own worst enemy, you know, yeah. and um, I think we're pretty good at not doing that.
0: Right, right. Or we'd
1: have a terrible company. I think yeah. we're really good at being the firefighters, man, and just mitigating, mm-hmm. you know, as best that we can. But I think, you know, again, with stressors, there's a lot of good that comes with it. Um, we've got a great example. We, we were talking with Fat this week um we got the tough miter this weekend mm-hmm. so we were going through some transition not running in it by the way <laughs> what not running in it by you the said way. that the other day and i didn't take it very well and you're saying uh, it again what the fuck you're Why trying, are you trying to get clear. out of it or what Do not you not
0: know fat oh god oh you guys start being... <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
1: signed you up yeah fat and i gotta film it you're running i'll wear my sandals um good I idea can, I don't have um but we had a good we had a good example i want to bring up um that we spoke with fat this week because we had some stressors preparing for the tough mutter but those stressors were good they were good indi- key indicators they allowed us to, to process some more mm-hmm. thought prepare more mm-hmm. do some recon prior to the event and then make sure that we're just really ready to go for yeah. tomorrow well, so
0: let, let's talk about that a little bit real yeah. quick and dive into that so okay. we're, we're we're doing uh, the video production for the tough mutter event uh, here in Colorado this weekend and you know we're going to be using multiple photographers and uh, for fat who runs our video uh it was a little bit of extra stress for him to source another photographer, make sure that their quality is where we needed to be to put out a good product, you know, that we're putting our name and our brand on. And he was getting a little stressed about it. And, no, that's uh, not
1: true. Hold on, hold on.
0: That's not true. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah That's You're not being, how it went.
1: He's being so nice, huh? Fat. So that's
0: he's, that's the situation.
1: <laughs> no, here's what happened. Here's <laughs> Fat. I'm gonna I need to give people context, right? Cause work, yeah. all of us working together. Yeah. Eli says it all the time. Like, Oh, working with a guy like th- it, it sounds fun to be a guy like that or working with a guy like that. not so fun. Right? So <clears throat> I kind of placed deliberately now that we're reviewing, I deliberately placed some stressors on the fat mm-hmm. that were some of my stressors, but I had already had a thought process with it, but I wanted him to have the same, the same thought process. Um, so when uh, when going through this Tough motor idea or when we're going through the production of it and how we're going to prepare, we, a- we got asked to do a little bit more. We got asked to do a ton of stills mm-hmm. and then we tell the gentleman that that's, um, you know, we're working with, that we've got the contract with. Hey, yep, but we're going to have to run and gun with a second camera mm-hmm. and be dedicated to that if we actually want some good stuff. And I've got a cousin of mine who does phenomenal work and he's been super busy, so he wasn't able to, to come. So I said, Fat, I know you got to you know, a a bankroll of of guys that you've worked before, people that you know, you know, figure out who you like, go through some of their photos who are not, and then let's just go through it. And then a couple days later or a day later, I go, hey, so just so you know, man, the owners of this entire thing, these photos are going to go straight to them. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, okay, cool. And I go, hey, I think I was like, hey, man, trying. I think Fat's looking at me on the camera. That's why he never looks at me. Guys, if you ever see me do this, He's not actually looking at me. He's just looking at me, looking at him. It's easier than looking at me. And I go, Hey man, just so you know, these photos are gonna go straight to ownership. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, when they were talking to this additional company that wanted to to hire some things in, it was outrageous. Mm -hmm. Well, we're already contracted out and the guy that we're contracted with said, Hey, I think I can get my guys to do it and be a lot more cost effective. So I said, Fat, if we have shitty stills Mm -hmm. from this event and then the owners go give it to that marketing company that would, that national marketing company that wants the material and says, hey, these are shit you should have used the people we wanted you to use. Hey, we're gonna lose that contract and never be welcome back ever again. This is a big deal. Everyone's livelihood is kind of dependent on a cold bore shot, right? Mm -hmm. Like the first shot of that rifle cold bore Mm -hmm. term. Mm -hmm. Um, And Fats just kind of looking at me like, yeah, Yeah. I go, so have you used this guy before? Have you seen his work? Has he, he's like looking at his athletic stuff and has he done anything like this? Does he, does he understand the magnitude? So I start going through a checklist with that. Hey man, does he understand the magnitude of what's going on? Do you understand the magnitude of going on? Do you understand how much we have at stake right now for a guy that hasn't cohesively worked with our crew before? Mm -hmm. Do you understand that all of us have a little bit of liability now with this guy and poor fat (laughs) because we're going through and by the way i use a couple of f words and i go hey fucking fat yeah i fucking hope (laughs) you don't think i'm fucking mad at you i'm just fucking thinking this (laughs) Uh, and fucking thinking that and and um but i deliberately placed some stress on him to start sparking his thoughts and he goes i think we're okay i think we're gonna go not good enough Mm -hmm. well i'm going out there tomorrow i'm gonna grab this guy up he's gonna come with me ah okay Mm -hmm. cool they go out there they start reconning the site recon Mm -hmm. big thing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. gets me going Mm -hmm. reconnaissance right so they go out there to do some reconnaissance he's chatting with this guy even more this guy is super stoked yep i understand the magnitude i've done these things before man i'm super excited for the opportunity another plus Mm -hmm. during recon was more communication and really getting this guy to understand what we're expecting from him and his level of effort is there he's ready to go cool so he's excited about the opportunity while they're out there fat's like hey man let's run through some photos together and just kind of get a feel for one another and here's one of my cameras and I think the guy did the guy bring any of his own, his cameras as well uh no he, he did but he left it in the car got it okay yeah. but he's not gonna <laughs> leave his camera in the car on the event though right no okay <laughs> I'll kill you I'll kill you so he's using fat's camera to get some photos so fat comes back to yeah. us and he goes Hey, this guy understands the magnitude. He's super excited for the opportunity. He's prepared for it. He's done things like this before. And while out there on scene, recon in the area, he did some photos. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. Take a look. Mm -hmm. He did some really unique angles and scaled some of the photos, and they were awesome. Nice. And in addition to that, we're going over timeline. He's going to get there even earlier than expected Mm -hmm. to make sure he's prepared. So Stressor went from super high, oh, crap, Willis, like, saying some stuff to me, to, hey, we're all good. We're we're no longer negative stress yeah, or uncomfortable yep, yep. stress or unknown stress. We're now just good stressors, excited, but prepared yes. for the tough
0: money. And he went from, I think so, he'll do a good job, to, all right, I know so.
1: Well, and and fat and he, fat's a smart guy. So I'm not gonna, you know, just context on this. I'm not, fat's not always barnes. us I'm not always walking fat through stuff, not at all. But for bigger things, and when we're kind of going through some of these processes where there's a lot to think about and a lot to coordinate, i do try to politely throw mm-hmm. some stressors toward fat so he, his thought process is going but what's fun is like hey man he took that and ran with it and did some recon and we went mm-hmm. over some ideas and he did them and then he had the control right and the success of bringing his own stressors down mm-hmm. and feeling a lot more confident about the event versus yep. excuse my burp <laughs> bad bad podcast right he went from that to controlling that stress level bringing it down now he's got some good stressors and he's got confidence with understanding how to like, Hey, when you've got some stressors there and we're not talking about self-inflicted stress, we're right. not talking about depression. I'm not, we're not speaking to that yep. entirely, but just understanding, like when you're feeling those things, okay, it's not necessarily a bad thing. How to process through all of those mm-hmm. thoughts, understanding that you can take control of them, you know, and just navigate your your way through a process to make sure, Hey, now instead of just rolling the dice and hoping That we're okay and we gamble on you know a guy that hasn't worked with us too much Mm -hmm. but we've got a lot of expectations Mm -hmm. that are behind us as far as a team where we're taking all the liability this guy could come and screw this event off and yeah yeah the worst thing that could happen him is we don't use him again but we could lose a contract right right? so we have a lot of the liability we're taking on a huge liability so instead of just rolling the dice and hoping that things go well and carrying that stress into the event and then everybody being stressed around you because you're just stressed Mm -hmm. waiting for the unknown to happen taking control of that stress, navigating through that process, going through these control measures to make sure that you're as prepared as possible. And then now, like I say, we've got good stressors because we got to make sure we still do a good job. It's not over yet, mm-hmm. but a ton more excitement, a ton more preparedness and yes. a ton more just really good vibe that, yes. Hey, we did our due diligence to make sure that we manage that stress. And we took those concerns that were prior and we handled them mm-hmm. super well and like, Hey, Cool. Let's go kick some ass. We've we've done everything we can do now. Now for the fun part, let's go perform.
0: Well, That's I it. I love that story because I mean here's the deal. Emotions are there for a reason, and they're meant to be a tool. They really, really are, and that goes for you know anger, sadness, uh, jealousy, or uh, just anxiety. I say anxiety already. Anxiety's anxiety, yeah. So any of those emotions, right? They can definitely be used as a tool if applied correctly. And even just breaking down the word emotion has the word motion in it, right? If used appropriately, you're meant to feel it. And then we don't want to feel like that again, right? Doesn't feel good. So it's meant to cause an action, which is going to help take you to a place where you can avoid that emotion in the future. So with these is instead of just letting it stress you out until the event and then you know, potentially the thing you worried about the whole time happens. And then there's even more negative outcomes from that, which just feeds into more stress. Uh, you applied it and took action, which just doing that alone is going to make you feel better and take some of that anxiety or stress away. And then you're going out and you're getting more prepared and you're gaining more knowledge. And now cool, the stress was felt. It made, it, it secured a position for us. And now we can go and relax and focus on actually doing a good job with the event.
1: 100%. And... This is just one example, right? So yeah. when we're talking about stressors and i excuse me, if you guys are watching, we've got some notes out here, but, um, that's one form of stressor. This is something where it's, I don't want to call it basic because I'm sure a lot of these big events have even more stressors, but it's very on the surface mm-hmm. An event is coming up. We got to get prepared for it. Like we know what the stressor is. It's this event. Okay. What's stressing you out about the event? We got a lot of pictures and film and video. Okay. All right, well, what all do we have to do? Let's make a checklist, Mm -hmm. okay? And then then you start working through it. So this is one aspect. Mm -hmm. You have a second aspect. I'm sure there's many aspects, but a second aspect that kind of comes to mind is when you can't identify what your stressor is. Like you're just Mm. maybe going through some mild depression or maybe you're just going through like some things are affecting you, but you can't really pinpoint it, you know what I mean? Let me give you a
0: lead in here. So we do accountability meetings with our agents on our team uh twice a month right every other week and then training on the other days but uh we had someone come in one time to an accountability meeting and you could just tell they were visibly yeah right uh, the time oh, I'm speaking of one time yeah, it's okay. every damn time but he came in the room and was visibly just you know anxious i was like yo grab a seat man and he was like no nah, dude i'll stand <clears> and right then and there you're like all right something's up Uh, And, you know, Will addressed it. And his answer was just like you said, man, I know. it's (laughs) the But it's like, yo, what's bothering you, man? Dude, it's just everything. And, you know, he was having a hard time pinpointing it. I remember what you're speaking about. So the next 45 minutes, I shut up and let Will do his thing. Because it was was awesome. We had a great conclusion at the end.
1: Right. So I'm glad you lead into that. But first thing. So, yeah. So when he came in and he's like, no, man, I'll I'll just stand. No. Mm -hmm. Have a seat. Mm -hmm. Calm down. Calm your demeanor. Right. Like, hey, let's sit down. Let's just. Let's do a couple of little things to make ourselves relax. I'm not, I didn't have the guy meditate or right. or do anything weird. I'm not saying meditating is not a good thing. I I, I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do what works for you. But we got into that and we said, Hey, Hey, sit down relax. All right, cool. So, so what well, we do real estate, right? So, you know, but I broke things down into personal, professional, and then you as a sole individual, right? So personal is like you and your kids and your, and your wife or your family, you know, whoever you live with, just things like that, like your personal life, mm-hmm. right? Maybe your girlfriend's bothering you. Maybe a friend's bothering you. Um, who knows? But personal life. Yep. And then you've got professional life. Are you doing deals? Are you not doing deals? Are you nervous about open houses? Are, are you having a hard time with rejection Whatever it is. And then you as a sole individual, what are you doing? What are you not doing? So long story is short. I guess a long story long since we're on a podcast yeah. format, right? <clears throat> we broke it down into three pillars. And then what we did was in each pillar, one at a time, we just wrote every single aspect of that category down. In, important fact here. Yep. We'll literally had him write it out. We physically wrote it out. Yes. So personal life. What, what's entailed and especially when you're not really sure like what that, what the key indicator is as far as sourcing your stress, maybe it's something you don't know. So Mm -hmm. trying to just write down what's stressing you out. Well, if you don't know,
0: then you can't really rule anything Mm -hmm. out.
1: So Mm -hmm. the whole process of elimination has to start a lot more
0: broad. And then, and then as you're writing these points out, what Will was having him do, he was asking a ton of questions. So hypothetically, this wasn't what the guy was going through, but it was like, all right, what's stressing you out, uh, you know, at home life. Ah, well, you know, just my family. Uh, What about your family? There's just so much to do. What specifically? Well, you know, my wife will have me do this, this, and this. Okay, so what is bugging you about having to do those three things? Oh, I just don't have time. Okay, well.
1: And it was valid.
0: It was like so much stuff
1: like, hey, I just don't have time to dive into real estate Mm -hmm. if, yeah, hey, my wife supports me, but she's also got such a a honey-do list that's so just complex or mm-hmm. time consuming that mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I, I literally just don't have time because then by then I got to go pick up kids. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so it was, so that category kind of played into both. And, um, but the bottom line in here, guys, is just, you know, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, like, I'm just like a big brother to that mm-hmm. guy. And it was like, Hey, let's just keep reverse engineering. Like, let's just keep diving in that and, that and diving in and diving in. why, why yeah. like, you know, and then we, we did that. And then we also got to a professional. And then we got to personal, Hey, just, or excuse me, just you solely. Yeah. Right. So not getting your workout in, mm-hmm. you know, like say, Hey, what are you doing in this whole soul proprietary in several we'll call yeah. it. Right. <laughs> what are you doing in several yeah. okay. No, I don't know. Well, what would you like to be doing in severalty? well, right. Well, what, what, what do I do by, well, what's about you? Like, you know, what are you doing to clear your head? Right. What are you doing with your diet? What are you doing with your water intake? What are you doing with your exercise? what do you do to just let go of stress i like to drive i like to just turn off my phone Mm -hmm. you don't know where i'm at you don't know Mm -hmm. where i'm going but I'm not killing anyone, mm-hmm. right? So, Good thing, yeah. Right, I'm staying like I'm just like a light green. I'm right. like this diet green tea over here. You know what I mean? I'm not like nuke green, uh, right? Shit. So it's yep. like, yep. yep. whereas well, we don't know.
0: We're talking on a Hulk scale,
1: by the way. Sorry, the Hulkometer. Yeah. yeah, the meter. <laughs> the <laughs> the Yeah. Um, but just understanding you, like, hey, have you ever de- just dove into a process where you understand yourself enough? And I, I mean, I, I guess that's a whole nother topic too. Is like understanding who you are and how yeah. you manage stress mm-hmm. you know like me i'm a talker mm-hmm. hence a podcast i've been talking to eli about th- uh, for three days about the same thing that bothers me and he's patient with it i, I very rarely do it for that mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. but when i do it i'm also thinking and i'm yep. processing thoughts and i'm and i'm actually like identifying things and it slowly but surely processes and it just works its way out of my system right. like a flu bug yeah yeah um so that helps me, driving helps but it, me. Here, real quick on yep. that,
0: you know what's interesting? So just like I said earlier about an emotion, so you're feeling an emotion and you're taking this- Not you know, ignoring thing, you're it. You're taking this thing in your head and you're making an action, you're making a motion out of it mm-hmm. by talking it out. You're making something that's in your head and you're bringing it into real life. Yep. And just by doing that alone, it's processing and it's getting out of your shit. Right. It's, it's energy and it's getting out.
1: And I think it's a good layer for me um and i definitely think communication is is key you know i know a lot of people their workout
0: Mm -hmm. yeah man
1: i just go release stress and i go throw weights around and i can't say that that doesn't work i'm not a doctor what i can say is like for me i can't go to the gym angry me too like i don't like i'm not the guy that's like man i'm gonna go bench 500 pounds and like throw weight around and you know because for me like when it comes to at least traditional lifting there's just a lot of brain power that goes into that and isolation and concentration and i got no business going in there and then i'm mad so i throw around more shit than i should be and, and hurt myself and sometimes i'm just distracted and for me communicating first helps so if you do do the gym or you go for a run to clear like i'm not saying that it doesn't work i'm mm-hmm. I, i'm only speaking to to myself and what works for me and i like a little bit of both i like yeah. to go for that drive Process my thoughts. Try to narrow some things down for myself. Communicate them. Speak to someone that I can speak to, and just try mm-hmm. to analyze them. It's probably borderline venting slash borderline bouncing ideas off. Then at that point, I'm good to go to the gym, mm-hmm. and kind of like I'm at least at a at a stress level low enough. I can operate at the gym. I can operate at work. Right. And then I start to just like almost like I say, man, like a bad flu bug. If the stress mm-hmm. gets bad enough. I kind of operate from isolation to yeah. yeah to through to you know for through and through. So I think just recognizing how how you deal with stress, yeah. or if you don't know how to deal with stress, resourcing ways of of doing yeah. that and, and just seeing what works for you. And honestly,
0: like doing the the you know, writing writing your problems down because yeah. at when when we were talking about that agent at at the end of that conversation, it, he had like four little things that he actually had to start doing and mm-hmm. those four. I mean, it took from this he straight, he could even sit down to, okay. I mean, really after talking, this, I really just need to do these four things and shit. I can do two of them today. Perspective, you know, and it just, it just it, uh,
1: making things matter of fact and just, yes. you, you know, being resourceful enough and using people around you that aren't as stressed as yeah. you to just help you with the reality behind it. And if it's not like a huge deal, mm-hmm. like let's not make it a huge deal, but um, you know, so for him it was, yeah, it was just, lack of communication and over commitment on on that personal side that affected his professional side and it stressed Mm -hmm. him out on the professional side and and on his on his um sole proprietor on his severalty, we'll call it section no like diet wasn't where it should be water intake wasn't where it should be amount of exercise wasn't where it should be And for me i i don't i'm not a good workout when i'm super stressed guy Mm -hmm. however because on a normal basis, I am getting my water intake. My diet is pretty good. I'm at the gym five to six days a week. Yeah, That's preventative maintenance. So That's true. you're in several TPs that where you're taking care of yourself. It really allows you to just minimize how much mm-hmm. stress is stacking on over time. Right. It's almost like every day you go in, you're cashing in, you know, like you're at Dave and Buster's playing mm-hmm. video games. Imagine all those games that you're playing at Dave and Buster's and you're winning all those tickets. Imagine all those tickets are little stress tickets, but at the end of the day, or that very next morning when you're waking up, you got to go cash those tickets in and get rid of them. In it, it really allows you to just carry a super low balance of it stress does. throughout it your does. you know throughout your days. And yeah. what's nice is just always, man, when you're when you're feeling rocked, just getting back and being brilliant at the basics and just realizing I either don't have any core fundamentals or I'm lacking in one of my core fundamentals that's just needed for just good existence Mm -hmm. day to day, Mm -hmm. usually
0: something's a little wobbly, man. Yeah, and and if you guys have, uh, you know, a lot of people have trouble sleeping and they're super tired and then they go to bed and their brain is just, you know, going in circles. And the writing your problems down, writing down and and asking yourself, just like a little kid, ask why about a thousand things and, and it narrows it down and it makes you start thinking, wow, okay, it is that simple. Do that with your own issues and write that shit down because here's what happens with our brains with our brains when we've got an unsolved problem or an unknown problem. In you're our not head. a doctor. Right. I'm not a doctor. What Eli says happens with <laughs> his brain. Right. You like, I uh, like, catch you. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry guys. You're not suing us in case anyone was confused. If I was a doctor or not, I'm not a doctor. I know I can kind like of, $1, one dollar of zero. Okay. We're not rich. Don't sue us. Um, and, uh, oh, I was going to make a joke about what PhD after my <laughs> name meant, but, I won't uh, and, uh, our brain is going to kind of go in loops, right? And if you have this program in your head, that's still open, it's trying to solve this problem that we don't have a solution for yet necessarily. So when you physically like write something down, just writing the shit out, even if you don't have a solution, the act of taking what's in your head and putting on paper, I feel like puts a temporary like, uh, like band-aid on that on that loop not band-aid that's the wrong word but it stops that loop it's yeah. like it takes it from the thing in your head it brings it physical and your brain can kind of chill so if you're one of those people that does have anxiety and when you're going to sleep and your brain's just going in circles try writing shit down more times than not your brain's going to start being a little more silent after that
1: correct Definitely i like helps. i like writing things down as well like you say it'll help silence some of it mm mm-hmm. I also like it because if <clears throat> if you've got enough going on to where you're you're having an issue, dialing in like that one key indicator mm-hmm. of like wherever your stress source is, and it's a little hard, getting in and just writing everything down of like what potentially it is, process of elimination, right? Going through your symptoms. What's what's mm-hmm. up na- oh, now, what, what, what am I doing inside? Oh, I'm not going to the gym anymore. I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Okay, so maybe not going to the gym it could be, contributing to your stress, but it might not be your stressor, but that's one of your release points. So now you've got like buildup, you know? So you can kind of like just troubleshoot and go through. But what I also like is once it's written down, cool, make it real and then identify, don't just ignore these things, make it real. And then one at a time, right? Just Mm -hmm. chronologically go through, trying to prioritize which ones you think are most important and then just start tackling them and if you still don't know after writing it out but like man my water could be better my sleep could be better my diet could be better my exercise could be better oh well i'm restless how do i fix sleep i'm restless get your monkey ass to that gym yeah. right you get in that gym and put in a workout that's going to help contribute to, to, your sleeping, to yeah. getting your water. Like I, and these are just basic fundamentals that i always fall back on and when i have a hard time figuring it out my like my stress oh it's that like when we're going through with fat and we got these stressors that are clearly coming from just an event that we're prepping for yeah that's all good i've been there before these are good stressors we just got to work through this make sure we're prepared reconnaissance and shit like that hey dude it's how we train in the marine corps how you train for combat and and how you strategize battlefields and all that stuff so we're like hey, cool no big deal but just weeks like we've been having with conversations and negotiations and and trying to figure out people's priorities Mm -hmm. and getting through the weeds we'll call it Mm -hmm. right like man not very fun yeah and it's like if you're looking at all of these individually you're like no one's overly pissing me off no Mm -hmm. one's overly like just doing anything that's just so abrupt like you're just like you're just not a good human not at all but it's just these little things from several individuals that just add up through a process and you're like, man, I just wanna get back to playing football, Mm -hmm. you know, and another football analogy, right? Like I'm guessing when guys are going to resign their contract or they're going for a new contract, you know, or whatever it may be, I bet there's a point where they're like, man, I'm over, like, I'm just done with it. Like everybody's trying to take my money. I don't know what the best, and I'm not saying that's our issue. So just just full context here, no one's taking our money. I'm trying to use an analogy here. So if you're trying to read into that, I appreciate it. Elon and I are okay. Don't <laughs> say our money? I wouldn't let him anyway. Right. Right. But the analogy of just the negotiations and trying to sell your worth and your yes. value and people placing a value on you. And then you know, I'm sure athletes at some point are like, man, I'm so glad that's over. I, I just want to go back to playing ball. Right. And just earning my keep uh-huh, and yeah, doing my do. thing and just getting back to it. So same thing with you and I, like, a lot of the business things that we're doing lately and the decisions you know that we're having to make and taking those steps forward super important mm-hmm. super needed conversations that are unavoidable mm-hmm. however not I still like playing ball like yep. I still want to be Peyton Manning playing in the game I don't want to be the front office yep. Yep. I really want you sir to be front office and then do your thing and us be able to trust and have some integrity behind it and us you know get to the top together And I'm really glad it's getting there, but boy, is it, is it tough sometimes just trying to figure people out and and just go through a process to see where people's loyalties lie, Mm -hmm. priorities lie, whether they're being truthful or not. And you can only tell so much before you're actually committed in doing it or not. And I think I'm pretty good with it, man. I think I'm pretty good at weeding through that process, but look, man. That's not fun. No. you know, And, I, and right. I, I consider myself a very honest, direct, great gauge of energy and, and amount of effort I can put into something type of person. Not everybody is. So even when people are excited about something, it doesn't necessarily mean that like, they know what to do with us mm-hmm. or which direction to go. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, I kind of explain it like a crotch rocket, like a muscle bike, motorcycle, right? Okay. Like I didn't grow up riding motorcycles, right? Yeah. Like I played ball year round and and grew up on muscle cars and just didn't. So, but when I see one, I'm like, man, that's so cool, man. But man, I got no idea what to do with that thing. And if I try, I'm probably going to kill myself. And I think sometimes in business, not to say that we're the shit, not saying Mm -hmm. that we still got a long way to go, but sometimes we get to conversations with people where, you know, It sounds like a lot of fun to dive into what we're doing, but then they really see everywhere we're going and everything we're doing and everything that we can scale. And then they're like, Oh, Holy crap. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can house that. I don't know if I can this, I don't know if I can that. And you know what, those are all more than okay conversations and more than okay, you know, things to work through. Mm -hmm. The hard part is, is when you get the excitement first and the commitment first, and then you got to like double back it's such a buzzkill, it's yeah, a it bummer, is. you know? Yep. And so now you and I are having to not respond to excitement and mm-hmm. keep ourselves a little protected and reserved and just kind of like go through and and not and just really try hard, not in a negative way, but just not give benefit of
0: doubt too it, soon. It's that healthy skepticism.
1: Yeah, a yeah. little bit. And man, some of those conversations for the last couple of weeks, have just been a little difficult. You know, where yeah. people saying they're gonna do things and then they don't, but now they are. and And you're like, finally. Like, what else do we got to do to like, right? Like, so again, haven't encountered an evil individual, you know, like Mm -hmm. haven't encountered a vindictive, just bad person, sociopath. No, there's just a lot of big things going on and everyone has to look out for their business and their benefit. It's just working through that, that beginning phase and just, and because you and I are growing extremely fast, but we're still somewhat new, we're a little bit more vulnerable to the excitement and we're a little bit more vulnerable to the frustrations when things take yeah. a little bit longer than they should, es-
0: especially from experience. A little hypersensitive. People. Yeah. Especially from experienced people that. You Cause know, you don't expect it. Right. Right. Right.
1: And then you realize like, Oh, you're just like us. You just been around a little bit longer. Thing. Trying to figure it the hell out. Which also okay. inspires the hell out of me. Well, it does. Yeah. But again, just we're a little hypersensitive to the excitement. We're a little hypersensitive to things taking. Uh-huh. So, and then, we've had a pendulum. We've had people with the excitement piece these last couple of weeks. And we've also been for the last couple of months, had the, the people taking longer than they should on other piece. So yeah. we've kind of been thrown in a couple of different directions and it'll stress you out. Well, and and even, for me, man, yeah. like it just hits it it really hits home for me because like I resonate everything with how prepared Marines are for, mm-hmm. for combat. That's just where I resonate too. It could be to a fault
0: when that's your baseline. Right? It's oh hard. Yeah, and dude. sometimes
1: I try to make it not that, but yeah, so it could be to a fault. I'm yeah. trying to like right. desensitize myself a little bit and just understand, like first and foremost, nobody owes you anything right, first right. and foremost. Secondly, when people are excited or taking a little bit longer, it's just really trying to understand like everybody's in this game, just trying to figure it the heck out, trying the best that they can to, to just integrate some things. And sometimes it's going to go good. Sometimes it's not. And then, but some of those conversations are, are rough and, you know, and it's, it's not like this outward, just negative. You are a bad person. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I just don't want that all. person in my life. Yeah. No, it, it's just the stressors of like, we'll call it like our first big boy business conversations, right? Like these past couple months. And so for me, it's like, it's kind of coming from a couple of different directions, but then that can very quickly bleed into like, you come home, you're walking around in a seven out of 10, out of stress, right? And then the baby's crying a little bit and like, he never cries, but that's the one day he's gonna cry. And that's kind of messing with you. And then, and then, you know, your, your lady says something and it, it's completely not offensive, but for some reason, you're receiving it yeah. differently, yeah. right? And I'm not saying that happened because it oh. didn't happen. But hyper, but I've had it happen before, right? And then you're like, man, am I taking that wrong? Or she, or is this person being a jerk? Are they having a bad day? And we usually look at that first. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Versus like, well, how, "Why?" okay, why? Maybe, yeah. she, maybe she said it a little different, but is it really that big of a deal? And am I taking it different because I'm carrying around a lot more stressors yeah. that are just conversations that have to happen? They don't get solved overnight. So... Some of the stressors you and I have had, we've been carrying it for a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. because they don't have any conclusion within a 24 hour Mm -hmm. period, they Mm -hmm. just take time. Mm -hmm. So now, right, and we're gonna talk about this today too, now you gotta get into stress management. This is not just a garbage disposal of identifying something, go rock out at the gym and then, all right, cool, I'm done. No, some of these stressors, are gonna carry from day to day to day to day because they take a lot longer. So when you have all that whirlwind going on and then your family can affect you a little bit, other stuff, for me, not saying this has to be for everyone, but for me, when all of that stuff is going on, I know my weakness, which is then a strength. Mm-hmm. I think knowing your weakness is a strength. If I let too much build up, I'm too, I won't go to the gym because yes. I'm too angry or I'm right. too stressed and I gotta process thought before I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Or like today. I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. Shut up, bitch. Eat this hot dog anyway, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're at Costco getting all this food for, for Tough Mutter and um, snacks and different stuff. And you're like, hey, man, are you hungry? I was like, nah, damn good. I'll just take a water. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, look at you, you big vanilla gorilla. Like, you're going to have a water, right? <laughs> oh, so you're just like, shit. yeah, all right, cool, bro. And then we sit down. And you're like, here, I got your hot dog. Here, <laughs> eat it. Oh, okay. Like, thanks, man. Thanks for the hot dog, oh, you know? But shit. just understanding, yeah. like, hey, you still and it was a it was a lean beef hot dog yeah it was crazy um and it fit my macros Yeah, it's not get crazy but the bottom the bottom line is hey eat yeah get your water in the baseline stuff get that workout in it's gonna suck if you miss a day like i missed it okay that's fine however don't miss tomorrow like Mm -hmm. or go tonight because if you start sacrificing that now the stress that you just you don't have a choice you got to carry it around you got to work through these conversations yeah you got to work through these business business decisions so those aren't going anywhere if you start sacrificing what helps mitigate those stress levels they're gonna be tenfold it's
0: compound interest man
1: yeah so you yeah. got like hey fall back on it so for yeah. me I you know when in doubt and when things like this are going on I fall back on my fundamentals and it's mm-hmm. always water diet gym and rest mm-hmm. and if I can manage those. Mm-hmm usually there's not too much that happens. Yeah,
0: because then, you know, just not, conquers then you know, you're not making it worse. Correct. And, and you know what's, what's even worse here, guys? Uh, and this is where I think the majority of people are going to fall into this category. And this is a slippery, slippery slope. Is when you're feeling, you know, stress, anger, anxiety, whatever, people tend to want to get rid of that feeling, not by fixing the problem because people aren't that patient, but by popping a pill, having a drink smoking some weed doing something to null or yeah numb. to yeah numb yeah i guess null works too to nullify or to out of my vernacular yeah, sorry that's good word uh Welcome. To, to numb that emotion and to numb that pain now here's the problem this is like your car tires out of alignment so you just jerk your steering wheel and it's you know it's not your steering wheel straight but your tires are still driving all fucking crooked right? You're, you're just kind of fixing the symptom. You're not addressing the actual issue. So you're not getting to the source. Those things actually do start And You stay at the job that you were meant to leave too long. You stay in the relationship you were meant to get out of too long. And then things turn toxic. You slip into depression and now you're, I mean, that's, that's huge. It's a real thing and that's hard to climb out of. So by feeling these emotions and, and using it to make you take action, I mean, it's so critical, guys. And it's, it's hard. You don't want to do it. You want to shut down. You want to numb the pain. You've got to take action and figure it out.
1: You do. And yes. you got to kind of, you have to understand, like, when I tell you guys what works for me, I, that's what I can speak to. I don't mm-hmm. want to tell you what to do. And, but you got to understand, like, okay, <clears throat> is the gym a great release for me or am I hiding? Mm-hmm. You know, but just to recap a little bit, right, just stress, you know, what key indicators those bring how are managing those in order to create a thought process, which translates into action,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So stress, like you're going to feel that, right? You're thinking it, you're feeling it. Cool. What are my key indicators? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then how can I figure out a process to handle them, which then creates that action, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, another one is, is, is that we've spoken about just to kind of review so far is managing it, right? So sometimes it's going to expire. Like the thing with, uh, with Tough Mutter. it went awesome right? We had a very clear thing that was creating some stressors for us and it was very clear how to handle it. And then it goes away. But some of these stuff, family, your childhood, um, whatever it could be, or business, right? And then just long form business where these conversations and, and decisions just, they don't get solved overnight. So when that happens, well, I'm gonna have a sleepover, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, stress is stay in the night, hun. Yep. Get ready. I don't know if I got to sleep on the couch because yeah. you're gonna hate me yeah. or whatever it is, but just understanding, you know, and allowing yourself to have like still get rest, but your stress. Try to figure out to just close a chapter. Like, not don't solve everything that night. Understand mm-hmm. that you're not gonna solve everything that night, you know. But just find a way to just come to like a at least a stopping point. To allow your brain to kind of shut off mm-hmm. i like listening to comedy bill mm-hmm. burr's mm-hmm. freaking hilarious mm-hmm. to me it's good if you can't laugh from bill burr you're a an angry dude it's true at least for me man if so, you're stuck
0: in traffic you know those people that just gets super angry and you're in your traffic ooh. get on pandora type in bill burr it'll yeah. be the best traffic of your life i promise
1: <laughs> that's another topic i mean there's just topics of like so we're going to get to that in a second but yeah. this, the, the self-inflicted stress right we're going to uh-huh. get to that but just to recap I want to make sure we understood like just thinking and like feeling that stress. Right. And then understanding like which key indicators are popping up as far as like, where's the source of that. Right. And then create that thought process and how to mitigate it, which then leads into your action on taking action mm-hmm. to start ridding that stress okay Mm -hmm. and then we've got how to manage it right manage long form stress yeah right um i've got a couple more here but let's let's kind of touch on that so you know every day if you're walking around at a six out of ten or a seven out of ten on the stress level man go into that and start figuring out do i have self-inflicted stress like i don't know maybe you just don't i don't like this bitch at the gym Mm -hmm. she dresses like a Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) okay none of your business okay or You know, man, we come from the fitness world, right? so you know man people work out at the same time and
0: oh it's the same
1: one girl yeah. dated dated the same guy as another girl none of them neither one of them I date the guy anymore time, yeah. but they still work out at the same yeah. time and like just like fuel this like stare off on the stairmasters masters and whatever's uh, going you on you don't even know the
0: person or yeah. have any beef but for some and reason like they're nah, be the this way. my
1: gym this my time yeah, like yeah. she can go somewhere else like yeah. well she's not because yeah. she just loves the drama just like you do so right. you guys are going to enjoy each other and or like you say little things that you don't even pick up on with yourself you know like hating traffic having your road rage just stressing out in traffic and not liking it. like well eli i gotta drive to work this is when i work this is when i get off what the hell do you want me to do i don't know man listen to rain listen (laughs) to bill burr turn something on but be resourceful to do all you can as far as something about it mitigate your self-inflicted stress like really dive in and ask yourself like hey is that something that's just part of life? Is that business stuff that's just coming upon us because of growth and we just have to deal with it as it comes? Or are there things I'm doing on a day-to-day? Even just people that kind of complain. Like, dude, I complain sometimes. You complain sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you and I behind closed doors, we'll joke about some shit, man. But here's the deal. If you don't laugh that off and then get back to work and get back to being proactive, you can very easily. Like you and I have had a couple days back in the day you know, where it's like, am I being a complainer right now? Right, right. Yeah, bro.
0: Yeah. It's funny,
1: but listen, yeah, you're kind of a wah wan today. And then we laugh it off. But here's the point though. Like it's important because quicker than you think, right? Like just complaining, even if you're just being funny though, but just complaining about every little thing, even if it's sarcastic and you're making a joke about it, understanding that you're not protecting your thoughts like that can turn into a pattern to
0: where it, 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 it hey man legitimate. you're just kind of bitching all the time dude right? I, st- I started saying bro as a joke yeah, like that's how it started i started jokingly bro. saying bro now talk about vernacular that work and i'm like all right i'm fucked i slipped i yeah. slipped yeah and but that can happen with anything that you're doing 100 percent patterns right yes, And just patterns open.
1: and if you're not protecting your thoughts it'll just kind of creep in before you know it so again like a big thing because we're gonna have stress in life regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got parents and friends and family and people pass away or people get hurt or people, you know, file for bankruptcy or people just have a career change or whatever it may be. Like a lot of things happen in life, right? Like I, I think I can speak to some of that a little bit, right? Like humbly, I think I've I've been through some experiences in life that, <clears throat> you know, I hope nobody ever has to go through ever again, mm-hmm. but that here's the deal, it's gonna happen yeah, again. Yeah. Like as much as I, I don't wish some of this stuff on anyone, I also understand like, there's just evil in this world and people are just going to have to go through some Mm -hmm. things and, and I hope they come out on the other side. I hope they come out on top. But with that being said, like there's enough of that in the world. Like don't add it, like don't hurt yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's enough stress and enough things to deal with in your life. Don't add to it. Yeah. So be very careful and just really mitigate self-inflicted stress, being a complainer. Not liking traffic, but sitting in traffic with Metallica on. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen to rain,, yeah. listen to birds. yeah, listen to comedy, <laughs> whatever listen it to is.
0: The day one dollars podcast.
1: Or right when you come home from work. The kid just he's kind of complaining or crying and, yeah. ah, and like you haven't shut your brain off. Okay, here's the deal. Communicate that with your significant other. Yep. Hey, hon, I know that this is going to put you out for a couple more minutes when I get home. When I get home, can I just hop in the shower? Can I take a shower and just get myself ready for the night? And I know that's going to take me 20 minutes and you're going to have to have the kid 20 minutes longer than when I get home, but I'm going to be so much more attentive Mm -hmm. and so much more effective. I'm going to give you the 20 minutes back. It's a good one. And like the quality of time I'm spending with my kid, the quality of time I can give to soothing his issue if he's crying or whatever he's doing. Mm -hmm. And just instead of just complaining to my son, take him over to his little playpen, play with him, play with some blocks with him, entertain him, enjoy him. But maybe I just need that 20 minute shut off. Yeah. Okay. Hey, here's the deal. Communicate it with your significant other. Have that. That way you can be more effective. So just being as proactive as possible, paying attention as much as you can as possible to these little triggers mm-hmm. that honestly are self inflicted. You yep. have control yep. over them. You're just not communicating them or you're not thinking through them enough to really source the problem mm-hmm. and go, hey, all right, these things, they're just part of life. These things over here, I can actually take control of mm-hmm. and I can i can rid that stress or at least minimize it. Like maybe when you come downstairs, sun is still a little cranky, <laughs> maybe, but you're giving yourself like a fresh start versus walking in the door yes. at a seven out yeah. of 10, like give yourself some of that transition. Or maybe you're like me, maybe you love traffic. Maybe your transition is your Bill Burr Driving in traffic home and then oh crap, there's no traffic today. I got home I got home <laughs> twice as fast yeah. sit in the damn driveway. Yep finish that finish that comedy bit Whatever you got to do and then go through it. And I think you know We get so busy in life we get so busy with our commitments and, and, and everything that we're doing We don't really pay attention to how much of our stress is Self-inflicted mm-hmm. and then we're not prepared. We don't have enough ammunition. We don't have enough reservoir to take that that stress load of life on because we're already walking around it like a six yeah, or seven yeah. out of ten. And then when this thing happens that you can't control, now you're throwing your arms up and you fucking had it and it just started. Yep. And it's life, by yep. the way. So doesn't give a shit, man. Yep.
0: Doesn't give a crap. It's true, dude. You know what I mean? So I think that's important. I uh as far as stress management, uh the way I kinda look at it. So if you imagine yourself as a bucket, right? And you've got stressors pouring into this bucket your family your finances your career all this shit pouring into the bucket that energy has to go somewhere so if you don't have enough outlets enough holes in the bottom of that bucket you're gonna be filling up filling up like you said you're walking around at seven or eight and then someone cuts you off in traffic you lose your shit. your bucket overflowed so outlets are something i'm really really big on and making sure that you've got i can't remember where i learned this but someone Point so outlets not ago. escapes.
1: See and, I, and man so not to cut you off yeah. but just going into protecting your thought process, protecting your words, protecting how you approach things by having outlets that mm-hmm. manage stress, not escapes that make you ignore stress. Sounds super small, but it's not because if you are using something as an escape,
0: Completely You haven't different.
1: identified your stress and made it real for yourself, yeah. which means you're not handling it, which means look, enjoy your escape, but it's going to, that, that, that dark spot's going to be here mm-hmm. when you get back yep. and it's going to be worse. And how long can you escape something before it does get into prescription drugs yeah. or, or just drug abuse yeah. or family emotional mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. physical abuse. Right. So not to cut you no, off, but I think no, that's a great point in detail, just that little thing of, yeah right uh, of, of, how you address it. You know what I mean? Versus calling it an escape.
0: So I'm going to give you guys three main outlets here and I'm going to let you know what I use for these outlets. And then as I'm naming these off, think to yourself, Hmm, am I, do I have an outlet there? Because just one, having just one of these three outlets, I've tried it before. It doesn't work as well. Uh, so the three are physical, spiritual, and artistic. Uh Oh, he said that artistic so, he, hold, <laughs> hold, on on minute, hold on a minute, man. Hold all on right, a minute. All right, rabbit trail. Here we go. Listen, not a rabbit trail. <laughs> it's super I had I had a perfect sound bite right there. Now it's all fucked up and we're not going to have the clip. So this is all for marketing. This is all for marketing. Feeling stressed, Will. All right, I'll tell
1: you what. You're go good. back to. No, you're right. Yeah, you're I apologize. You're good. You're good. No, 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 no. You're gonna have the sound bite, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to break your thought process. I'm sorry. You threw me off with this. We'll get back to it. That is a good story. Though. So review. So
0: you got. So you're, you're three kind of outlets. No, no. Here. You need
1: your sound bite. So you got to go. <laughs> well, when managing
0: stress. All right. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So three, two, one. So when you're managing stress, <laughs> <laughs> I like to have 3 outlets here. So physical, spiritual and artistic. And that last one's kind of the one that throws a lot of people off cuz yeah. you're not really expecting that. So I didn't um with physical, obviously it's the gym, right? We go and we bolt at the gym a lot and that's a great for us. For us, anyway, that could be right. a
1: walk, it could be
0: Yeah, whatever, right. right? Just some sort of physical expenditure. Uh spiritual. Your driving is your spiritual outlet, right? That's okay. not a. Fi- it's a mental. It's a thing. But that, like, so for for me, it might be meditation or prayer uh, or. Never mind. Uh, or, I was going to say we're smoking weed, but then also, I mentioned that earlier so numb the pain. <laughs> Well, I, I mentioned that earlier. Like, don't smoke weed to numb your pain, uh, <laughs> to numb your stress.
1: But if but, it opens your brain and it's spiritual, this is yes. just as an adult. This yes. is where you have to manage your, you know, how you how you handle your stress right. and making sure that it's not an escape. I'm not, right. I'm not smoking weed to numb the feeling of it. Yeah. I'm smoking weed to kind of open my mind and have some clarity to, and just help. And it helps me chill out. It to helps me meditate, handle the conversation. I can get
0: in the zone better. I get more introspective <clears throat> in a good way. Me? No. Right. A lot of people know. Right. Yeah. It, it goes to a bad place, but right. having the physical, having the spiritual. And again, that, like I said, for Will, it's driving. It doesn't have to be. I like you know, how he says, see, I'm trying to give you a sound bite. <laughs> But you're like I know I keep going. I meditate and then <laughs> or pray to the Lord. Will drives a car. What the fuck, dude? But it's the same thing. It's and it leads in me in back to that whole test we've I'm gonna last hit on one. it. Hit hit on it. But you know what I mean though, it gets you in tune with yourself. You know, if you're just driving yeah. and you're it can be a place of peace, a place of that's clarity. That's exactly it. Right. Safe it's, place. It's kind of it a spiritual it. spiritual outlet. Um, right. And then artistic. And this is one that throws a lot of people off because you're like, Well, I'm not an artist, but I guarantee there's something that you like to do. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's, maybe it is something literally, you know, maybe it's a maybe video podcast. Or for me, it's video editing. Like yeah. I lo- like, for me, that's a very, like, some people may not call it artistic. For me, that's an artistic outlet for me. I get in right. the zone. Well, it's creative. It's, it's creative. Thank you. That, Even yeah. just
1: long form of you and I talking for an hour and a half and same getting things thing. out and filming right. a podcast, yep. you know, it's the same as, you know, like if, you know, I know Kate, she loves to write. <clears throat> She's fr- some of her stuff scared the crap out of me too, man. I still moved forward with her. Right? But some of that stuff well, is it's dark. It's surprising, but, man. And it wasn't even that she was in a bad place. She just really liked to just write these dark
0: stories. And Such they were a awesome. good outlet, dude. And that's where <laughs> right, most people... Right. And here's what happens if you only rely on one of these things. That's when it becomes an escape. If you're right. just that gym guy who still is pissed off and you're still angry and you go in the gym, but then you're pissed off on the way home, I guarantee you don't have a spiritual or artistic outlet. And if you did... Things are things would be different. When you're hitting all three of these, it's a really it's a special place, man. Something else that comes to mind too,
1: right, is something's gotta give. <clears throat> so if you're not managing these, well then your escape or your abused outlet could be your family. Like you could be super emotionally mm-hmm. or physically abusive. And you could be treating people emotionally or physically like a punching bag because yeah. you're going through a ton and it's like we tend to take things out on people that we love or people that are close to us. If we if we don't have a good grasp on how we handle stress, it tends to just bust at the seams. It does whatever it's, it can. Well, here's the deal. Something's gotta give. So yeah. when that pressure is released, just like a like a steam pipe that's got pressure and it blows a bolt or a water pipe or what you know, something floods, it's gonna go wherever it goes. Here's right. the deal. Whoever you're around more is probably more likely to win that lottery, right? Mm -hmm. They just got more lotto tickets because they're around around you more. And that's your safe place. We tend to be a little bit more complacent sometimes versus caring in our safe place. And a lot of times, again, man, I know I've seen a lot of families go through this when I was a police officer, a lot of physical or emotional abuse because that became that abused outlet due to, lack of other resources and i'm not going to get on the medical level i know some people just need medical help we're obviously yeah 100 obvious listen if you think that we're speaking on today i'm super sorry i hope that's not what you think i I would hate that you think that um of us Mm -hmm. not that i hate you i would just hate if it's coming off like that i'd super apologize we're really trying to talk about just normal levels of stress management day to day
0: for people who are considered healthy
1: And they're in a healthy state where they can manage their own stress. However, sometimes that gets the best of us and we make mistakes and we have other outlets. Alcohol, Mm -hmm. something that's recreational can be very abusive. We've seen a lot of drug addicts in the fitness world that come from super, super hard drugs get addicted to steroids, Mm -hmm. but now they're super fit. And they're at the gym every day and they look incredible. It's still addiction. There's still an abuse there, right? So it's a lot easier for things like that to slide in and kind of take control and and have a grasp on you it and it's a lot easier for you to start losing your perspective right. and your your grasp right on your day-to-day life than you realize so again super important especially you know we <clears throat> and we have a lot of young listeners um i love that man i've been looking at my instagram and you know my top two or you know 18 to 25 mm-hmm. is usually like number one mm-hmm. and then 25 to 34 is number two mm-hmm. and then it goes down as it gets older from there. But if you're younger, if you're like in the millennial um, you know, generation listening and I don't know if we have a lot of resources for millennials to understand how to like process some of their stressors. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that parents and other people have failed the millennial generation on that we, we shame them for it. And I don't wanna dive into that too far. But I think we're shaming a lot of them. Yet we we kind of raised them, you know. And the it's whole true. and I don't want to get too far because yeah. I'm just yeah. not educated enough to talk about it. But from what I've seen from my experience on the street now in law enforcement is no, there's there's not a lot for them. And it's always been like, well, suck it the heck up, mm-hmm. okay. But we've never really made them suck anything up before, and we've never given a resource, you know. And and man, there's just other stressors like these kids nowadays growing up with social media from. Dude. Like from dude, just from you know, and now like I mean, you got kids that are in junior high with Facebooks and Snapchats and other stuff, and like oh, yeah. it can be super cool. However, bullying yep. and other stuff now it's viral, right. right? Now you're like, you don't get to go home and just You'd be away be from, away from, that, from right? it, be with your parents, you know. Or when you're at school, like it's not just the cool kids that are making fun of you. Like now the entire school knows you peed your pants yep. or, or yep. whatever yep. it is because somebody posted it on social media, and it's just. Man, I can only you know like you and I had enough stress growing up, and and I'm sure, and this is no joke to you. I'm mm-hmm. sure when you were going from like a homeschool environment to like a school environment, yep. there's some stressors, yep. you know. And imagine if like the one cool kid thought it was funny to make fun of you or mm-hmm. pull a trick on you, but then it, it goes viral on Facebook. Holy crap, you yeah, know. And so there's just so much more at scale for kids nowadays. But I don't know if we're providing them enough resources to really understand how to manage and just, and just dive through stress. Or if we still have that old school mentality of like, well, you got to suck it up. Okay. Or that's like telling a guy like, yeah, hey, you just gotta bench press more. Right. Hey, you just gotta run faster. Look, man, there's a process to putting more weight on the bar. Exactly. There's direction and work that goes toward that, and it's hard, and I think there's a lot of direction and effort and work that goes into yourself as far as learning one, how to manage your own stress and actually work through it and create action. Mm -hmm. You know, secondly, how to recognize where your faults are at, where you know you're weak, and how to manage those to allow stress not to overtake you. You know, but a lot of us had the pleasure of like not being at scale to kind of know who we are prior to this whole social media epidemic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I just, I kind of, I do kind of have a soft heart sometimes for the younger generations because I just don't think many of us can really relate to them. Like I know social media, we're all over it, but I can't relate to my daughter when she's 15 and she better not be on social media, but I can't prevent somebody taking a picture of her in school, getting her hair pulled or something silly. And then a kid posting it and okay. Yeah. Chloe doesn't have a a Facebook, but her friend just told her all your photos all over Facebook and the entire school knows about it. Now they're all laughing at you. Like none of us as adults right now that have kids can really sympathize and speak to that. So Mm -hmm. we're, you know, the more fundamentally sound we can help our kids, the better, you know? So, so again, I think these things are super important topics. And I think this is just as important or even more important than the financial talk topics. We've been talking oh, yeah, about right, that right, with right. our team. We've got yep. a buddy that's been educating some, some of the guys in our, in our networking yep. group on how to be financially savvy mm-hmm. and not just managing your money, mm-hmm. but how to grow income. Yep, yep. No one like we've never talked about that. Yep. And I think another topic, almost more important topic is. No one really talks about stress management, right. especially at a younger age. It's suck, suck it up, be tough.
0: And or just don't talk about in. it, don't address it, don't, yeah. even, don't even pretend like it's real.
1: Man, so it's super eye-opening. and This is what's so fun about these podcasts As we have a couple of key mm-hmm. points and we kind of dive into them, but then you just never know where it goes. And, and, you know, we were watching that Joe Rogan bit that you sent me over the weekend or this weekend, and he was talking about how having a kid changes you. Yeah. Having kids... Will change your perspective, man, on, on so much and the fear that you have for them yet just, just overwhelming want to make sure you do everything you can every day to prepare them for whatever the heck they're going to go through. Cause right. you just have no idea to scale what that's going to be in their future, man, it just, it makes you think about yeah, this it's stuff. It's an important role it makes to you do it think and, about it.
0: And bro. it's so important. Conversations like this are so important because we don't have it figured out no one has it figured out but if we can share a couple of ideas or maybe you listen to this and you're like you know what i do meditate and i do work out but i don't do anything that's creative you know mm-hmm. and it, just that one little thing which can maybe spark an interest and you get your easel back out and you start painting again or you start writing it or something like that and then you realize how that is just such a good uh, occupier for your brain to get energy out If that just one little thing can help at all. And then you can pass it along to your children. I love this long form stuff, man. Yes.
1: Well, and I do, I do as well. And you know, not really like a stress thing, but it can be a stress mitigator, like being around good people. Maybe you do want to get back into art. Maybe you Mm -hmm. do like painting canvases. So once a week or twice a month, you, you go to some studio where you're going to paint canvases and drink wine or something, but you get to meet a ton of different people, right? And maybe you acquire some new friends because we talk about self-inflicted stress. The people you surround yourself with are your choice. Mm -hmm. If you got that friend always talking shit, and it's not because they're a comedian, right? right? If you got that friend that's just always a complainer or or something's always just going on, like it's really hard to to just one, not be like them. Secondly, if you're not, it's hard to just manage that type of behavior. So, you know, part of self-inflicted stress is just choosing wisely who you put put yourself around. And you and I were talking this week and I go, hey man, I love these guys. I just don't know if I want to do business with them anymore. And I think, I think they're beautiful people, but I think in business, they tend to be like this and man, that is a letdown every time. And it's getting worse every time. And I want to pull my freaking hair out. Hey, you know what? They're the homie, you know, but I just can't do this with business anymore because I can't. I can't take any more roller coasters. Yeah. And I know that they mean well, but they don't. I don't think they realize how damaging they are with, mm-hmm. with how they handle business and how much of a letdown it is. So to cap that point, eat not just in your personal life, yes. but in your professional life, right. who you're choosing to put yourself around. If you're in corporate America, respect. Your lunch is from 11 to 12, and I go to the fridge and grab my lunch, and Diane is in there every lunch break, running her mouth about the deep rock machine, not being cold enough. Well, <laughs> Take your lunch later, so something like
0: a very specific story, <laughs>
1: I'll just create. That's my oh, artistic that's so right. side, yeah, okay. creating fictitious yeah, yeah, yeah. stories yeah. about middle-aged women is my talent. Diane, sorry, Diane. Yeah. Um, but man, just owning it and having a, and just understanding you have a lot more control of who you put yourself around and you realize uh-huh. even in just small moments, yeah. you know, so that's, yeah. that's a big key, a big piece for me is, is who you surround yourself with. So mm. maybe you do need to get around some different people and. You take Eli's advice. Man, I haven't. Maybe I should smoke a little weed and paint some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. But
1: maybe you go meet some really cool people and maybe like yes. school teachers are there or maybe an engineer is there, but you're a gym teacher and you have, you thought you'd have nothing in common, but here you guys are, mm-hmm. you know, painting stuff and it opens you up into a completely different perspective. And I think that's where I get nerdy. Is some of you, we've got, or you and I, we've got some cool friends and we've met some really cool people in real estate <clears throat> where, you'd think I have nothing in common with them. Yeah. But then we remember the same exact movies or funny. or we 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 do have something in common, but then it's like, man, that is so cool that we are so different, but yet can have a cool vibe. It just opens your perspective. I think that helped me transitioning out of the Marine Corps, mm. transitioning out of, of, of police work, just mm. having different types of friends. And I always had different perspectives on life. I always had different things to look forward to. I never got too narrow in my vision. Right. And it was all predicated upon who I was just like, and it wasn't on purpose all the time. I think I just was always good at it, but just inadvertently just who I put myself around. Now, maybe that's a strength for me, but now that I've identified it, now that we're in business and we do have stressors and we have, we've got some friends, but in the business world, they just, they mean well, but they they're like a damn bull in a china shop <laughs> with processes or, and it's just not healthy there. Mm-hmm. Okay, like now that you've identified one of your strengths, be a little bit more, deliberate with how you approach it. Right. But it is cool meeting people that you have nothing in common with, or you would assume that you don't. Mm -hmm. So I think to kind of cap on your point there of like doing art or doing whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, Mm -hmm. man, it opens up just a different type of social life that
0: you might enjoy. It I think it's huge. It does. And there's something in your brain, man, that, you know, that, that strikes a portion of your brain that just, it's nice when that's stimulated. And, and, And the majority of adults, you know, when you look at little kids, man, little kids are intuitive. And they do things that are good for you without even knowing it. When you watch a kid do a squat, literally the perfect squat. And the little kid doesn't have to train to do a perfect squat. He just puts his butt down, and he happens to be in perfect anatom- anatomical position. And he's all with shit. With, <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with With other things, guys, you know, when they're upset, they cry. And then they get over it, you know? They, wanna, they see a little color thing, they want to color. They want to stack their little blocks. They naturally will kind of do all these things and then as we get older we forget and we stop and we get busy and we we neglect the things that we naturally did as a child that i think was good for releasing stress Um, well
1: yeah and i think as a child you just don't care yeah you just you're not in a place where you care about what susie q thinks of you so as Mm -hmm. you develop and as you get older you tend to add a lot more self-inflicted right, stress exactly. upon you that can really affect you, man. And I've got, a, I've got a, one of my last point, yeah. well, my last point, yep. and we'll let you cap this podcast yep. if you like. I know we're, we're probably over an hour, which is, is a good time. And we try to keep them right around there. Sometimes they go long, but my other point <clears throat> is to try and address like the pendulum. So we, t- we said this in the Marine Corps, <clears throat> training scared. So when I went in the Marine Corps, you know, it was during a time of war. We had two foreign wars going on at that time and and especially being a part of the infantry you know for those you know whether you deployed or not or you didn't deploy cool all good but what i'm getting at here is prior to that training scared you're with your unit you're going through school even just going through school of infantry knowing that you're going to get to assign a unit and everyone's deploying so it's just a matter of time it's not who right it's when we're all going is what you're thinking you know and when and so when you're just school of infantry. And then when you get to your unit and you're doing a workup, you're training scared. Mm. Not a bad thing, Mm. right? Like having that layer of training scared, it really does allow you to be prepared. Mm. Why I wanna say this, because some of the things that we went through with fat this week, right? Hey, a little bit of stress there, a little bit of like, you weren't scared, but a little bit of concern, right? No one's dying here, I get that, right? Well, as long as we don't mess up. (laughs)
0: Well, earlier you said he killed me, so my stress level is yeah. all the way up yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he... <laughs> Fatless, write it down. Grab your
1: notebook. I like how he's like, this is on Facebook Live. If anyone sees me on the back of a milk carton, look for Will. Uh, yeah. Keep laughing, Fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but my thing is, <clears throat> getting back to the point, training is scared. Look, Marines were eager for knowledge. They were eager to listen. They were eager to, to follow leadership that looked you know, or appeared or hopefully was competent. I had competent leadership. I had phenomenal leadership in the Marine Corps. But when you're in that element, especially as a younger Marine, man, you're trying to soak up. Guys were staying awake late, training late. If they if they didn't know something, they'd speak up. Your level of complacency was super low. <clears throat> if at all. There might have not there there might be times where there was just no complacency versus if they if they know for a fact they're not deploying or they're not going anywhere like it's really hard to get those guys you know Different. to get those guys going and motivated so you know we talk about how to manage stress and how to identify this and everything else but i don't want to give the notion that you want to mitigate it so far to the point where you have no stress mm-hmm. because now you can get into that point of complacency lack of production like it is good to have a layer of stress involved, especially for you younger, you younger generation that's out there that's listening to this podcast or our generation, but you guys are entrepreneurs or you're diving into something, or maybe you want a promotion at work and you're working hard to that, whatever your whatever your thing is, whatever your gig is that you're doing, please understand you do want to welcome stress. And the better you get at managing your stress and identifying your weaknesses and identifying your key indicator stressors and what's just Mm -hmm. bad and shouldn't Mm -hmm. be there, like a bad relationship, Mm -hmm. and stressors that are good for your career, stressors that are good for your production, like the stuff we've been going through, man, it's all good stressors. It's not fun. It's moving us forward. But just understanding, like, hey, we've got a really cool shift coming up. Hey, These conversations are not fun, but they're productive and they're needed for the team and they're needed for business. The better you and I are at managing our stress, communicating that to each other, the better off we're going to be. And I, I want that to be known. Like, I don't want this podcast, you know, especially now that we're toward the end and we're kind of capping it. I don't want this podcast to be about mastering stress to the point where you have the assumption that it should be gone. You should be, it should be ridden. I'm like, man, I'm just good. I'm just Jimmy Buffett on the beach. It's five o'clock somewhere. Awesome. No, you do want some level of stress. So if you suck at managing stress, no, I'm not saying you should be an entrepreneur and tackle the world right now. What I am saying is maybe you should just learn how to manage the stress Mm -hmm. you do have. Mm -hmm. And then the better you get at managing that stress, welcome some more because you're going to get productive. And a lot of those stressors can be good. But the bottom line is training or running a company scared, right? With a little bit of that layer, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, hey, I got bills to pay. I got numbers to hit. I got, hey, I got, or like for you and I, hey, we got, we got, you know, agents to provide for. Having that layer keeps you competent, keeps you prepared, keeps you in the fight. Yes. And it prevents complacency, mm-hmm. laziness lack of production, right? Mm-hmm. So my, my biggest culminating point to this whole thing was just making sure we don't have the expectation that, well, if I have stress, I haven't managed it. I haven't I haven't calculated well enough and like, oh my God. No, 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 no. Like you want that. You want right. to welcome that. Right. Hey, right. Stress is your new friend. Yeah. Right. Dude, that's almost a great like, point. Yeah. Yeah. So that again, a little long witted. I'm kind of beating a dead horse. I'm kind of repeating myself, but I, I really want that to be important. And I think fat, you know, as a young entrepreneur and partner with us. You know, he's getting a lot better at one handling me because I'm sure I'm just a little stressful as it is right <laughs> now. He just laughs at me. I talk to him on, uh, on the phone all the time. <clears throat> hey man, can you send me a photo to edit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I go, oh, by the way, I know you're great at editing. I just like messing around. Like maybe that's my artistic, artistic right, right, side. Right. I like to edit photos sometimes, yep. but I, ha- I like for some reason I always tell him, oh, by the way, dude, I know you're going to get them done. Can you just throw me one or two to mess with and have yep. some fun? He's like, bro, I know you trust me. I get it. So he's already better at working with me and my yes. command presence and, and, yep. and just understanding like, Hey, if I ever have a problem with someone, I'm that guy that just comes out and says it. Yep. So he knows if I'm yep. not saying that he knows, but doing these bigger events, managing Sterling Ranch and going through everything we're doing with that. And now they're having a big tough mutter there and Oh crap. Those photos are important. Yeah. But Hey fat, you're managing what we're doing so far. So well, Hey, you're ready for that next level mm-hmm. of stress. And thought process, good, go recon it, go meet him. Does he feel lackadaisic? Does he like, oh, I got this in the bag? Or Mm -hmm. yeah, man, no, it's cool. You know, I've done freelance before, all good. Maybe not the best Mm -hmm. behavior if it's from that guy, nope. But he saw that that guy was excited, right? He saw the guy's work from prior to this. The guy met him on time. The guy took cameras while he was on site. They were good photos. So now it's like, you know, fat was ready for another another level of stress to a bigger level of production, which now makes him just a better, more well-rounded dude. Dude, so And helpful. I think just like the gym, every time you go to the gym, you're tearing muscle fiber down and it builds back up and you're tearing it down and it builds back up. I think that's the same a lot with stress is we're, we're tearing down a process and we're building it back up. And mm-hmm. once it builds back up and you're ready for a bigger process, you gotta tear that bad boy down and take on more stress mm-hmm. and welcome it and manage it. But as you manage it proficient, you're gonna come out on top a lot more productive in life, whatever your endeavor may be. So just to be clear, right? Like welcome that and use it as a goal to like, not again, not self-inflicted stress just Mm -hmm. for the sake of having it, but really utilize like the stressors that come with life, just welcome them and attack them as positively as possible with whatever process works for you. And that's also just dives into parenting. How I managed stress with Chloe when she was young, I'm a lot better at it now. Right. I'm just a better dad. Yep. I, you start, and I think some of this comes down to wisdom. Like it you does. know, when you say like an old guy or old lady is just wise in their and their true. old youth, and and nothing freaks them For out. it's because they're like or like like those. I love old war movies. You know, like um, <clears throat> like Black Hawk Down. Yeah, when yep. that yep. badass is just well, everyone's ducking and. He's just not, yeah, because he's just, he's just so bad. Hey, look, man, and some of this stuff is probably for movies. I don't want to get into tactics and stuff like that. We're having fun today, but, but but it gives you this it gives you this like notion while you're watching like that guy is so locked on, he just knows if a bullet's close enough to hit him or not, mm-hmm. and he's just so po- mm-hmm. he's just got the poise. Mm-hmm. or like Tom Brady, how calm and cool Tom Brady is in a Super Bowl versus a rookie quarterback. Not the same. and. It shouldn't, you shouldn't expect them to be the same, but I think if you attack your life in the same manner, where as life kind of throws you some stuff, if you attack it with a great process and you fundamentally work through it and you come out on top, you're just a better, well-rounded dude or, or, or woman over time, you know, and it's nothing back can come from that. So please welcome some of that
0: stress. Don't don't run from it. you, You led into my last point perfectly because. Once you get to that stage, once you've been through some shit and you've managed your stress and you've come out on the other side and you're learning these little things and you're taking the hits, you're taking your scars and you're adjusting and you're moving forward, you get to a place to where the word I use is like, you just develop this like unwavering faith. And I don't mean that in like a religious way at all. Take it for, for what it is. But when I say faith, I mean like you get to a point where you're like, you know, I'm going to do everything that I can to prepare and use this necessary stress to make sure I'm set up for the best possible outcome. However, if that outcome is not what I wanted, if something unexpected happens, if somebody, you know, has a a tragic accident in your family or somebody gets sick or you're fired from your job, those big stressors that are unexpected that just seem to slap you in the face, you're going to have so much faith that you'll just know at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. I'm going to get through this. This is going to push me in a direction that I, maybe I don't like right now. Maybe I don't know where it's going to go, but I know two, three, five years from now, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, this put me down a road I did not expect, but I love where I'm at. As long as you put some action behind that, you know, and yes,
1: like I fall back on my fundamentals, right? So when, when I left that fitness company, I start real estate and I'm sleeping in that pantry, Mm -hmm. you know? When I, and I was studying to be a to be a broker and all that stuff, man, and going through my own insecurities and starting over and from you know climbing pretty pretty high up and being number two there and, and feeling like we we got pretty successful in a short amount of time mm-hmm. to sleeping in a pantry yep. next to Fick Newtons and Campbell's soup and all but that crap. Do. But here's the deal: I woke up every day. Yep. I got to the gym. Mm-hmm. I studied all day when I was studying, I had put good food in me and I was drinking my water, mm-hmm. you know, at night <clears throat> I went and did Lyft at night to just put a couple bucks on the table. You know, my family didn't need it. They make money, they were good, but it made me feel better about what I was doing. And dude, I hated Lyft, mm-hmm. right? Like I put myself into a certain level of stress, okay? Like I, people didn't treat me ill at Lyft. They just treated me like a Lyft driver. My mm-hmm. anything special, mm-hmm. dude. It's Saturday night. It's 1 a.m. You're driving <clears> or you know, I said right <throat> like you're a dude driving a car. Yeah, and I hated it. I hated not having some type of significance with my but here's the deal. Welcoming that level of stress of being a lift driver made me wake up the next day, get that damn gym in to get my mm-hmm. to get my head right, mm-hmm. study super hard mm-hmm. a bunch of boring content that I didn't want to go through, right? to make sure that I stuck to my goal. It kept me from getting complacent. Right. It kept me from getting lazy. And every night I had to go back out there. To the, dude, I could not stand it. And then once I got licensed, I literally worked. I went to the gym at 7 a.m. Man, I would get home at like 11. Mm-hmm. I was doing social media at night when mm-hmm. everyone was sleeping mm-hmm. and I was grinding. But I, I got myself to a place of success very early on. But I got there. By welcoming a certain level of stress, sleeping in a pantry. Like, yeah, I'm sure I could have stayed at Kate's parents' house, mm-hmm. you know, like we'd have been a little bit tight, but no, man, like I slept in a pantry on a stu- on a, literally on a twin size mattress mm-hmm. that my homie threw on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, and driving Lyft again. Like, but I, what I did know is selling everything off except for one car at that point and just getting rid of everything that I didn't need. Like, look, man, like, especially through the Marine Corps. And having stressors there and training for combat and just being prepared and and just having the stress of making sure that marines trusted that they could count on you just Mm -hmm. even that you know like i'd been there before so Mm -hmm. being in that pantry and then driving lift at night like i i knew what the stress level i knew what being uncomfortable would do for me it kept my ass on track it kept my studies on track it kept me to a deadline and i get it done 10 times quicker than i would Mm -hmm. have prior And I think that's so important. So trying to just rid yourself of discomfort or rid yourself of, of stress. Let's not go that far, Mm -hmm. understand. And I guess, you know, some of your self-inflicted stress could be good. Like I, I deliberately put myself in an environment where I was taking on stress. You're using it as a tool though. You you have control over it. Very deliberate. Right. And I'd been there before. So I think it's. Like this conversation over the last hour has really taken a good turn as Mm -hmm. far as just the several aspects you can look into stress. One, how convoluted it can get and how Mm -hmm. out of control it could get. But then secondly, to cap, how phenomenal being uncomfortable and how phenomenal having some adequate stress in your life can really push you to do some outstanding things. Mm -hmm. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. That's it. We love you. We appreciate your contribution today. For the record, fat did not die, and no fat was harmed during the filming of this podcast.
0: See you next week, guys.